It's the Daily Grind, Christian 105.7. I'm Dan DeBruler, and I'll just have to say this. Confession is not a natural thing, and yet it is such a place of, of grace. It's such a gift of grace to be able to confess, but we don't do it. We have this real tendency to not look honorably or honestly at ourselves. We can see things in others really quickly, but we can't see the same sin that darkens our entire lives in some cases. We can even make it up in other people. <laughs> make up sins that they have. <laughs> it's it's weird how our fingers so easily point the other direction. And well, it started that way from the beginning of time. Adam did it. He blamed Eve. Eve blamed the serpent. And the serpent was like, ha ha, got you all. Like we, we are just, that is in us. That is the natural thing. Confession is not natural. Blaming other people and seeing their sin before our own definitely is. Yeah, it's definitely natural for us to think of ourselves as more righteous than we are, even when we compare ourselves to ourselves or just to the situations around us. We have a tendency to see ourselves as the good ones, the law keepers, not the law breakers. Yeah, (laughs) in Acts 3, we can kind of see this going on. Peter and John had just healed a man who was lame from birth, and he he came up just asking for money and he said, I don't have any money to give you, but what I do have you, I can give you this in the name of Jesus walk. And he stood up and walked and everybody was like, what in the world just happened? (laughs) And then while the man was clinging to Peter and John, all of these people like ran at them and Peter saw them. And this is where it starts in verse 12. It says, when Peter saw this, he said to them, fellow Israelites, why does this surprise you? Why do you stare at us as if by our own power or godliness, we made this man walk the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of our fathers has glorified his servant, Jesus, but you handed him over to be killed. You disowned him before Pilate, though he, though he had decided to let him go. You disowned the holy and righteous one and asked that a murderer be released to you. You killed the author of life. But God raised him from the dead. We are witnesses of this. By faith in the name of Jesus, this man whom you see and know was made strong. It is Jesus' name and the faith that comes through him that has completely healed him, as you can see. But I know you acted in ignorance, as did your leaders. This is how God fulfilled what he had foretold through all the prophets, saying that his Messiah would suffer. Repent then and turn to God so that your sins may be wiped out, that times of refreshing may come from the Lord and that he may send the Messiah who has been appointed for you, even Jesus. And I see that the Israelites had no, they didn't know what they were doing. I mean, we could we could sit here and say, you know, oh, they knew better. They, they knew better. They should have never done that. No, they shouldn't have ever done that. But they, they acted in ignorance. They really, like, they were so blind to their spiritual condition and so blind to the glory of Jesus that they had him killed. And they thought that he was the bad one, but he was completely holy and completely righteous and completely love and compassion. And in their ignorance, because of their because of their own self-righteousness, killed the Lord of the earth. And so in that, if they were going to come to know Jesus, they had to repent. And that's what Peter and John were calling them to. I feel fairly confident that if Jesus... If, if everything happened today, as it happened then, if God sent his son, if God sent the, the Savior of the world to us, we would have acted similarly. Uh, we, you know, of course, this was God's plan, but I think we would have had a similar 
look at things. If we had lived under a certain system of righteousness and uh, of measuring righteousness, actually, which is what uh, was happening during this time, I think we would have maybe done the same thing because we are no better. Man is, I mean, we're, we're all fallen. You know, we have all um, ex- come into this world and, and we're sinners until we accept the grace. And, and it's not just accepting the forgiveness because there's no forgiveness without repentance. We, yeah. have, we have to confess and repent before there's any forgiveness that takes place, before you know, there's any change. I think that we don't grieve our sin because we don't see it. Yeah. We don't, can, we can't confess what we haven't grieved, and we can't grieve what we don't see, and we can't repent of what we've not confessed. So <laughs> we, it all comes back around to asking God for more grace to see our, our spiritual condition and, and, and what's going on in our own hearts. You know, if God's grace has lost its wonder, which sometimes I think it does for all of us, then maybe we should start right here. Perhaps we have slipped back into spiritual blindness because of the sin in our hearts. And because my first thought most of the time is, I haven't, I haven't really done anything recently. Like, I don't, I don't know what to, I feel like I'm doing okay. I'm, I'm, I did better than I did yesterday. Um, I mean, that's, that's my first thought, but oh man, is that a telltale sign that there is something going on in my heart that I don't know because we are all sinners and we've all fallen short of the glory of God and we do it every single day. And if that's our first thought, then we're probably not seeing any of the sin in our hearts at all. That probably means that we're blind if if we're not grieving our sin. And that's what we've got to ask God for. We've got to ask that he would show us and he would allow us to accurately see who we really are and how in need of his grace we are and why the sacrifice that Jesus Christ made on the cross is so pertinent to all of us, to all of our lives. It is so needed and necessary. And when we don't acknowledge that, when we when we live as though we're okay and as though we are righteous and and raised above other people and elevated in some way, that's exactly what keeps people away from ever knowing him in the first place they see they see this righteousness that we portray that they can never attain and stay far away and you know so it's a cyclic thing that yeah it's you know i think that not seeking the lord and asking him to show us our sin i think that really is i think it comes out of fear i think i think that is just Fear of being known, fear of being seen for who we really are. Um, that it, it's scary to cry out for that kind of grace to to ask God to show us who we really are because we don't want to believe that. Um, but because of Jesus, we can stand vulnerable in front of God. We can stand with courage and hope, even in our sin, when we bring it to God because. We don't have to be afraid of our unrighteousness anymore. We don't. It, it's it's the delusions of our righteousness that are the danger. So we can stand before God and know that we have forgiveness. We have hope in Jesus because of His death and His resurrection. We can come to Him in full confession and grieve the sin that grieves Him. You're in the daily grind, Christian 105.7.